podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We're thankful for the reasons it's the best part of the fall. The crossover of seasons, football and basketball. So grab yourself a pumpkin brew or beverage of your choice. All the best smelling wildcats are here with Bosco's voice. Oh, don't you know we're on a podcast with Bosco's voice? Thank you. Thank you very much. Giving. Boom. The boys are back and doing just a quick little quick take, hot take instant reaction to the first exhibition game of the Jerome Tank era. Before we get started, remember we are sponsored by Manhattan Brewing Company, the best tasting, most fresh beer in the entire state of Kansas. And they always have upwards of 10, 11, 12 different beers on tap while you go into the tap room right there at the brewery and also always grab some four packs to go. Also sponsored by Charlie Hustle, the most comfortable, the most stylish, officially licensed K-State gear in the world. It's a local Kansas City company. You can shop their physical store on the Country Club Plaza or go to shopcharliehustle.com as well as select retailers in the state of Kansas. All right, let's talk some Jerome Tang era basketball my friends, what a fun one that was. What a fun one that was. Uh, athletic guys crashing the boards, uh, playing crazy defense. Um, it's just a lot of fun. A- again, you have a lot of guys who flashed uh, at the same time. There was uh, long runs of no scoring in the second half. There was lots of turnovers at times, some cold shooting. But that's an exhibition game, and it's also college basketball. Not only college basketball, but a college basketball team with 13 out of the 15 guys on the roster weren't in Manhattan last year, all learning a new system. So I'm not worried one bit about the negatives. The positives, just a lot of fun. Lots of dunking. They went 44% from the field. Here is the concern, though. Five of 23 from three-point land. If you want to uh, have some anxiety, if you want to try to find some negatives, that's it for you. Out-rebounded at Washburn, 54 to 38 in a lot. I repeat, a lot of rebounds. So, again, lots of fun stuff. At the end of the day, though, it is still just an exhibition game, but screw it. This is the live show of the week. Let's get started. Let's go with Aaron first. Aaron, any quick takes or hot takes from that first exhibition in the beginning of the Jerome Tang? Yeah, just the the level of athlete that we have on the court this year. Um, 
just night and day difference from what we've seen really over the last few years. Um, completely agree on the shooting. I think our uh, our offensive you know side of the things we're just gonna have to watch that throughout the season, especially when it comes to shooting the basketball. A lot of athletes on the court that are going to drive. They're going to kick the ball out. I'm a little worried that we don't have a knockdown three-point shooter on the roster. But I do think we have a lot of athletes that, again, they're going to bring it every single night. Jerome Tang, again, super engaging, very great with the students. But don't get it twisted. He is an intense basketball coach. A lot of things in the huddle, a lot of things in the sidelines. It's an intensity that is directed in the right areas at the players, you know, in, in the right ways at the referees, not complaining, but just that intensity that he brings, I think is just a breath of fresh air. Awesome. Let's go to Logan Mance. Logan Mance, what do you got? Yeah, I thought the the talent looked a lot better. There's more talent in, I said, a starting five than Bruce Weber had in probably uh, those last three years. But uh, um, the length, the athleticism, I really love that our, kind of our best offense was a missed shot. So it makes those Marquise Noel's 50-foot three-pointers look a lot better. And I just hope this team is uh, can put away these bad teams. Um, when we talk about these like Tennessee Tech, A&M, whatever, um, I hope those games are not as tight as when Bruce Weber would be the coach, something that would irk me. Um, is playing some of the, down to some of these level of teams, and that definitely wasn't the case tonight. All right, let's go to the good chef Andre Napier. The good chef Andre Napier going once. The good chef Andre Napier going twice. And we will move on to Joel. Joel, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, fun game to watch. We are super athletic. I thought uh, it was good that we got um, Taj out there and uh, Finister out there, and they got some good run. Um, definitely a little out of control at times, but that'll get sorted out. Keontae's a tank, and I think Cam Carter can be that three-point guy that we need, just like – from the way he was just pulling the trigger, you can see he wants to be that guy. So, yeah, just nothing but positive. All right, we'll go to Coley Dub. Quick take, hot take. What's your instant reaction from that first ex- first and only exhibition game? Um, For what it was, it seems like the defense can definitely – well, it seems like the defense will carry the team. Um, I think it's just going to take a little time for the offense to gel and, you know, kind of stabilize or try to stabilize, I guess, what their their offensive identity is going to be. Um, you could just see there were a lot of times like where you were stating there was just a lot of a lot of time where there wasn't any scoring and there's a bunch of really simple, silly turnovers. Um, so I think it's just going to take a little time for the offense to gel, but it seems like it's definitely going to be a defensive team that lives on rebounding and fast. Yeah, I, I think if if you're gonna going to extrapolate from the first exhibition game, which hey, if we're gonna do an instant reaction live show, you might as well. I think that is a very astute point. Um, a, a lot of the uh, points in any game we win is going to be on the back of defense and rebounding. Let's go to Zach. Zach, what do you got for the instant reaction to this exhibition game? 
Yeah, I mostly concur with everything that's been said. Um, I said on Twitter, um, we're playing Frank ball in reference to Frank Martin. Um, you know, is that correct? Probably. What we're actually playing is probably more Mark Adams ball, um, what he's got going on at Tech. Crashing the boards. You can have guys that can play any position on the floor. Naquan Tomlin was playing guard. He was playing playing center. Um, I think it's a pretty exciting brand of basketball. Um, I'm pretty cons- – not pretty concerned, but uh, took note of the second-half struggles. Really hope they can get that cleaned up because we got to go on the road to Cal, even if they're not that good, pretty early on. So I want to see us get that cleaned up pretty early. Yeah, I, I think, again, something that uh, made those Frank Martin teams, make those Mark Adams teams uh, good is how often they get to the free throw line. And, again, I, I think uh, throughout this year in, in games where K-State is going to be successful, getting to the free throw line is also going to be a massive thing. Let's go to the Linksman. Linksman, uh, first uh, exhibition game, first live action of the Jerome Tang era. What's your biggest takeaway? Just a lot of potential. Um, you know, I like the athleticism, you know, the heart, all that stuff that you want to see from a, you know, a new-ish, I mean, a new, you can call them young team just from the fact they haven't played together. So, you know, all the, most of the mistakes or stuff you think will just be cleaned up from a lot of practice time and more time playing together and getting to be together under this coaching staff. So just a lot of potential to. For the- Definitely. We'll move on to Catsman. Catsman. Uh, new era of K-State basketball. What's your first takeaway? Um, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot to like there. The athleticism, the hustle. I like a. I like just about every player that played tonight, which is, which is something that's something to look forward to because I think they all have a lot of potential, and I think we're just cracking the surface. There you go. We'll go to Doc. Doc, what do you got for me? Instant takeaway from the exhibition game. Uh, can you hear me? Yep, I got gotcha. you. Uh, I would say our bigs, like having true bigs. I mean, I think we have three bigs on this team that are better than any big we've had in a long time. Like Bebe started. Uh, Tomlin looked incredible, and and at the end there, Colbert looked pretty dominant as a shot blocker and big man too. So I can't think the last time we had one good big on our team, let alone like three potentially you know, decent bigs. So something we've been missing for a long time. And someone was talking about we might not have that you know, Nigel Pack lockdown three-point shooter, but I think we'll have enough offense on the perimeter and, and just a lot more presence on inside, both defensively and offensively. It's going to be a whole different, whole different ball game. Yeah, something I'll be interested in is to see how they play that. Because, again, you saw – I wouldn't call Tomlin a big. I think uh, most folks see him as a long wing. But we saw him playing the five. We saw uh, David Gusan playing the five. We saw Ish Masood playing the five. Um, it'll be interested, interesting to see how much we really see of Bebe and Colbert out there. My guess is once we get to Big 12 Conference play – uh, you won't actually see them a bunch. Um, so we'll see what happens. That's just my hypothesis. Let's go to Chris. Chris, uh, what what were your thoughts, instant takeaway from the first exhibition of the drum? Yeah, I liked uh, how scrappy we played. I thought defensively we were uh, getting after them at times, and so that was really good to see. Uh, rebounding looked pretty good. 
um, and uh, played aggressive. Uh, I thought um, it's already been kind of hit on, but um, talent wise, you can tell it seems like there's a little bit of step up in talent. Um, and they looked a little bit, they look more refined for it being an exhibition game first game than we ever were in the last few years. And so uh, I know they played sloppy at times and we had turnovers, but that's kind of to be expected early on uh, this early. Um, I liked uh, um, strategy wise from coach Tang at the end of half. I liked the two for one, what he did calling a timeout there and getting a quick look um, and it was open. Uh, we got two good looks there at the end of half and we just didn't make them. Um, so, so that was promising to see. Um, uh, overall, pretty happy. All right, let's go to Colorado Cole. Colorado Cole, what is your instant takeaway from this first exhibition, first and only exhibition? <clears throat> yeah, um, I really like seeing, seems like we got some quick feet and some quick hands out there on the court. Um, and most of all, it just looks like we got a squad of just grown men out there. I mean, it looks like a roster of dudes that belong playing power five basketball. And they, to be honest, just look like dudes that could beat somebody's ass. So I think that's a recipe for a good basketball. All right. And then we'll go to Steve. Steve, what's your instant takeaway from this first K-State exhibition, first and only exhibition game? Things get real next Monday versus UT Rio Grande Valley. Um, I won't be able to contribute too much to the conversation. Just was so much fun. I had to come celebrate with some people. That was just fun game to watch and see basketball plays like alley-oops being made. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the alley-oop play uh, versus uh, them going zone. It will be interesting to see how much zone we see, uh, especially if we don't develop a little bit of that outside shot. All right, we're going to go uh, rapid fire with everyone up on stage, and then I'm going to kick you off uh, afterwards, and we'll get uh, a next group of folks up because there's a handful of folks that requested to come up, and we'll get them before we call it a night on this quick take, hot take. So I'm going to ask you, uh, who is your quote-unquote guy this season? Who's the guy you're rocking with? Early favorite player, however you want to phrase it, and then uh, any official K-State basketball predictions the next time they lace it up. Again, it counts. It is next Monday, 8 p.m., following the women's game at 5.30 p.m. Uh, it gets real. There are no exhibitions. Everything from here on out counts. So let's go with Aaron. Aaron, who is your guy this season, and any predictions you want to yeah, it's got to be Naquan Tomlin. I think he clearly has the highest upside on this team. You know, very lengthy, athletic player, um, aggressive as he's going to the hoop. You know, can shoot the ball a little bit. Naquan, Naquan Tomlin's definitely my choice there. As far as predictions, I, I think this is a top four team in the Big 12 this year. I think, again, the, the little, you know, jab that, that the announcers threw in there, you know, hey, we're, we're still picked to finish last. We're putting paper in the locker room motivate the team with that standing printed out there so we're going to finish top four in this conference I mean again the intensity of the coaching staff is going to be there all season yes it's a deep conference but I look for us to finish top four and there you have it all right we'll go to Logan Mance Logan Mance who is your guy and what predictions do you have uh Desi Sills is my guy he looks like a real leader uh, when he got that technical on that kind of 
I don't know. I guess they're going to start calling that. He, uh, I don't know, he looked calm and composed, and he just looks like he, he belongs there, and he looks like, a, you know, like I said, a real leader and a good point guard that uh, is going to carry as far. Um, as far as predictions, yeah, I'd have to say we finished top five in the Big 12. Um, <coughs> and I'd say we beat KU. So there you go. There we go. We'll go to Joel next. Joel, who is your guy and any predictions? Yeah, I got to go with uh, Aaron. It's Naquan Tomlin for me. I mean, he's just like kind of goofy, and I like that about him. And he's he's kind of just like he's like a baby rhinoceros, you know? Like he's kind of just like still figuring out who he is, but when he figures it out, he's going to be scary good. Um, I don't really have any crazy predictions. Like you said, it was just an exhibition. I like that baby rhinoceros uh, comparison. That's that's pretty good. That that might be the uh, best thing I've heard all night, Joel. So props to you. We'll go to Coley Dub next. Coley Dub, who is your guy and any prediction? My guy is Tyke Green. I think I called called this a while back on I don't know what show it was. Um, I think it might have been. On, I think it was on Cocaine Willie. I called him as my guy. Um, just I don't know. Like the way way he plays, and uh, he had a nice. Obviously, he had that alley oop that was just a thing of beauty, and then uh, he had a nice like drive to the hoop when we were really struggling scoring at one point. Um, for my predictions, I would have to go. I think we finish outside the top four, but I think we make the NCAA. There you go. That's Coley Dub. Let's go next to Zach. Zach, uh, who is your guy, and any predictions? Uh, yeah, so my guy is pretty unoriginal. It's going to be Naquan Tomlin. Um, but since everyone else is picking that, I guess my other guy is going to have to be Jarrell Colbert, just based on the way he played. I mean, I thought, you know, he's coming off the bench this late in the game. He can't be that good, and he was just dominating the floor. So maybe Jarrell Colbert's my guy going forward, besides Naquan Tomlin. And then for prediction... Um. Yeah, I'm kind of siding with Joel on this one. I don't really know right now, to be honest with you. That is completely fair and honestly pretty responsible. So good for you guys for being responsible. Let's go to the Linksman. Uh, who is your guy and any predictions you want to throw out? I'm going to go with Desi Sills. Um, he reminds me a little of Cam Stokes, who, you know, they showed tonight, happened to be back in Manhattan, just kind of does the little things, might be – underappreciated but when they're on the floor just seems to make the offense flow a little better so I'm going to go Desi Sills um you know I think this may not be like a top five big 12 team when it comes to the regular season standings but I think just watching what we saw tonight I think this team's gonna be playing their best basketball at the end of the year and make a run in the big 12 tourney and definitely be a tournament team and make the round hey I'll take it I'll take it uh we'll go to Katzman Katzman who is your guy and any predictions hasn't been hasn't been mentioned yet but Keontae has got to be my guy still I absolutely love uh Tomlin and and Sills but Keontae there's just something about him he just he's a pro out there he he looks so good he didn't play that much, but he, he looked good when he was out there. So I I really think he can be an all-timer for us if everything goes to plan. And then for a prediction, 
probably just I think it's I think this is a legit tournament team. We'll just have to see. I love it. Yeah, Keontae definitely was a tank out there. It will be interesting to see how they manage his minutes throughout the non-con and uh, how many minutes he'll be playing in Big 12 play. Let's go to the Doc. Uh, who is your guy and any predictions you want to throw out there? Sure, and I apologize. I know it's quiet. I don't know what's wrong with my phone with Spotify volume. But anyways, um, I would say Johnson as well. I mean, if he could be uh, like anywhere close to where he can be uh, and everybody else just plays well, like this could be a very good team. Um, so, yeah, I agree with that. It's nice to have so many options. I think another one no one talked about is Noel. Like if he has a – Noel obviously has last time. But if I mean, he's our best returner, I'd say, and uh, and just having that continuity in the Big 12, like we can get the whole team ready for – you know what's to come with all that and have a lot of experience there. So I think he'll be a big deal this year as well. And then prediction, I don't know. Let's see. I'm going to do a non-win total prediction. I'm going to say we're going to get like, like by Big 12 play, we're going to have sellout crowds and the student section is going to get back to where it was at its peak. That's my prediction. Hey, I'll take that. I don't think that will ever happen, uh, A, because – Lots and lots and lots of seats have been taken away from them, and enrollment is like insanely down from where the peak is. But I would take, I would take as doomy as the current group of students can get. I would absolutely love that. All right, let's get to Chris next. Chris, who's your guy, and uh, what sort of predictions? Oh do you man, have? Um, it's it's tough to pick a guy. Um, so I, I'm gonna reserve the right to wait to pick a guy. But I did like what I saw from Marquise um, Naquan Tomlin. Uh, it's kind of impressive that he's only been playing organized basketball for like less than four years or something like that. He didn't even play in high school. Um, so that's wild. Um, uh, I I liked kind of what I saw from the bigs. Um, I thought David Gesson was uh, was a pleasant surprise too. Um, really, it, I'm just getting used to seeing all these new players and kind of get used to them. So that's that's what I was kind of paying attention to is kind of putting the faces to names. Um, prediction. Um, I'll say we make the NCAA tournament, and it's the hot take, uh, quick take, hot take show. So. Uh, we're going to make it to at least the Sweet 16. There, there we go. I absolutely love it. Um, we'll go with Colorado Cole next. Colorado Cole, uh, who is your guy and any predictions? Yeah, I got to say my guy is going to be Keontae. I mean, I feel like he has the making to just kind of be the face of the team, um, you know, kind of be the star. I think uh, – He's going to get more and more love from the media going forward just because his story is pretty cool to follow. Um, as far as predictions go, so I already predicted that we would be a single-digit seed in the NCAA tournament. Um, I'm going to predict that we will go 2-1 and one against KU on the season. Man, I tell you what, if if we went two and one versus KU and we were a single digit seed, um, man, Jerome Tang might be able to just write his own contract after that. 
Um, we'll go with Steve before we get uh, Chef and Ema Elvis up here. Steve, who is going to be your guy and any prediction? Uh, Mark Easton Wells, my guy. He was Ema last year, and I just love uh, point guards in general who make deep threes. Um, and my prediction is that K-State has the Newcomer of the Year award in the Big 12. We sure got plenty of options. Plenty of options for yes. it, yeah. Well, good one, Steve, and I'm glad you could make it in tonight. Let's now go to the good chef, Andre Napier. Chef, give me your instant reaction to that first exhibition game. Man, I was I was a little excited. I was a little hesitant on some of the players, but overall a good effort. You know, they they played with a lot of fire until that second half, and it seemed like they all got a little uninterested by the talent gap. Um, but, you know, they played good. They crashed the board, which is really all we really wanted. They, Like you said, they didn't shoot it particularly well. But, you know, first game in Bramlage. So seeing, seeing it go into the hoop might help a little bit. All right. So who is going to be your guy? Ibiomi Igiola. Give it to me, baby. Bebe. That's my guy. There you go, and you pronounce that way better than I do. I, I'll probably be saying Bebe all season. And then any predictions you want to throw out there? Oh, man, I had I, – I think I missed all my predictions last year. Uh, you know, I called for Bradford to lead, like, the Big 12 in block, so that's not good. So I'm just going to stay away from anything that I want to happen. But I'm going to go, like Colorado Cole said, single digit in the in the NCAA tournament and man a deep run would be nice but I think we're gonna have a stork Corman this year and I think it's gonna be nice versus KU there you go I'll absolutely take it we'll go to Ema Elvis who I believe uh this this episode will be the first time uh, folks will get to hear the Ema Elvis original. We got a, an intro and outro song from the man, the myth, the legend himself. Uh, so I think this will be the first time folks get to hear it. So Ema Elvis, thank you again for sending me some tracks to work into the rotation. Uh, what was the initial reaction from that uh, exhibition? First thing I saw was smooth, soft hands around the rim. And we've kind of missed that lately. Uh, where these guys look like they were wearing oven mitts or something and can't catch a ball, can't, can't dunk, can't lay it up. Uh, but, but this group can do that. I, I, I see a lot of athleticism. They were aggressive, quick hands, played great defense, I thought, for, for stretches. Uh, but then they get a little lax. Got to stop the, the turnover machine that they had. But that'll come with getting to know each other better, playing as a team, uh, better communication. Uh, they have to make better than 50% of their free throws, and I think that's something they're going to work on a lot. Uh, but as far as picking a player, man, that's tough because when Marquise hit that first three, I thought, oh, Marquise is going to kill him this year. And then I thought, ooh, I like Ejiola. Um And then KJ looks really good, and – Sills looks good. I like Gasson. Um, Finister is a really smooth player. And then when Colbert came in, it was like this breath of fresh air, this spark. And he played eight minutes at, what, was it five points, five blocks? Um, 
does anybody get five blocks in a in a half in a game? I don't know. He did it in eight minutes. So I want to see what Jarrell Colbert will do if he gets to play 15, 20 minutes in a game. Yeah. It, it, he, so he. Oh, go ahead. My guy. Oh, nice. yeah. I, it, like I said earlier, I, I think it'll be very interesting to see how uh, the the staff really plays that five because I think at their core, I think ideally they would want to play maybe not small is the right word, but because, you know, Ish Masood and Tomlin, they're tall and long guys, but it'll be interesting to see how many minutes Colbert gets, how many minutes uh, Bebe gets. So that will be something I'll keep an eye on all non-con and early on in the Big 12 season. Uh, any new or past predictions you want to throw out there uh, coming off of this exhibition game, seeing that this is the quick take hot? I'm going to say that uh, it may be a hot take, but I'll take it. Top three in the Big 12 and Sweet 16 and in the dance. Hell yeah. Top three and Sweet 16. Oh my gosh. Like I'm not I'm not saying I'm gonna get like that's not like I'm gonna get a tattoo, but like maybe I'll like frost my tips, you know, go like nineties boy band if we do that. Or would you do that with me, Ema Elvis? Yeah. Uh, with my wig and my sideburns, yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love it. All right. Well, the quick take hot take, the first one of the year is back. It is quick and it is Hot, that is all we have. Remember, we are sponsored by Manhattan Brewing Company, the most fresh and most delicious craft beer in the entire state of Kansas, and Charlie Hustle. If you want the most comfortable and stylish, officially licensed K-State gear, check out charliehustle.com, their store on the Country Club Plaza or select retailers in Manhattan, Kansas. There, This is the live show of the week. There will not be another one. Uh, if you guys are listening to this on Wednesday, wondering where the Texas preview is, that will be in your podcast feed on Thursday, and then we will have a whip around featuring basically a mini old school episode of me and Grant KSU on the whip around show on Friday. It's an absolute big one, my friends. K-State Texas on Saturday. Uh, next week, we'll be back to the regular uh, scheduled program for Chauncey Bosco, who is a tired boy and wants to go to bed. I'm Scott Wildcat. We love you guys and go Cats. Leave me have to get it. Oh, don't you know we're on a podcast with Bosco's boys because I love you heads. We're on a podcast Podcast Network.